friendly outside can harm you, yet you just stay close and I will protect you. Neat! Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. We're making our way through the movies of the Disney Renaissance. So last week we did The Little Mermaid, and then after that comes The Rescuers Down Under. That's the one I watched a million times, I think. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I watched it more because we had it on video. Yeah, Mm. and we found the video when we were cleaning out our stuff. (laughs) I was like, oh, the the old VCR out and plug it in to actually watch it. Yeah, Yeah, the old tape. so, uh, so Kate, I know Helen had a chance to watch it because she told me so when we were yep. out on Noibat Day. Um, <laughs> did you get to watch it, Katie? No, I was watching The Rescuers. <laughs> the so I watched time. both. I watched time. The Rescuers Down Under, then I was like, I have to watch The Rescuers. The Rescuers. Mm. The Rescuers. The Rescuers. Um, so for some context, The Rescuers was released in 1977 and it's based on a series of books by Marjorie Sharp. And I have one of those books. I have, and it's missing the first page with the publishing info, which I'm really upset about because I wanted Mm. to know when, because it's got the Disney tie-in cover. It's got um, um, Bernard and Bianca in their little raincoats. Yeah, from the scene from the movie. Yeah, Yeah, from the the movie Mm. The Rescuers. Um, And it is the first book, The Rescuers, but um, the books are a little bit different. Yeah, I read up the Wikipedia because I was curious. It's like... Oh, it's a very different story. Yeah, yeah. And they're, called, they're not the Rescue Aid Society. They're the Prisoner's yeah. Aid Society. So yeah. what well, their job is to, like, reassure prisoners in prisons. <laughs> like <laughs> during the get... war or something. Yeah, when they're wrongly imprisoned. They were about the, their first rescue mission was rescuing a poet or an artist or something mm. who was wrongly imprisoned. Yeah, and, and that's what the rescue is. That's the book speak. I've got. Yeah. Mm. That's the book I've speak got. Hungarian or something, and that's why Miss Bianca went. Yeah, yeah. No, right. she was not Hungarian. She's only Hungarian in the movie because Eva oh, Gabor I can remember the language, her. but that's the one I remember. Yeah, they the needed movie. someone who was, who was. I don't think it's Hungarian. It's like, it's Norwegian. Norwegian. So there's a third mouse and there's yeah. no romance between Bernard and Bianca. Oh, there is, but it's more like less. Very subtle. He's very subtle. It's, it's more like less. It's more like <laughs> less. Yeah. Less, yeah. Yeah. I um, love that. Put that on a shirt. Less, it's more I like less. Word. <laughs> so in so the Disney movie is kind of they've kind of pulled from some aspects of the mm. books and pulled them together. And um, I was having a discussion with Caitlin about this. I've yeah. come to the conclusion that time is weird. Yes. 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 Can I? Can I? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah. I have had not rewatched the movies, but I have very clear and distinct memories of what they were about, and like the Rescue Aid Society and all of that. Hubba la below. Rescue Society. Yeah. So, in my head. I decided that Miss Bianca was Miss Perdita because that made more sense to me. <laughs> Which is the dog from 101. Which is Congo and Perdita. Yeah, I know that, but my head says differently. Yeah. Um, and I could have sworn that the first Rescuers movie was either between the First World War and the Second World War and the Rescuers Down Under happened after the Second World War or it was – like very, very close to the end of one of the wars and the rescuers down under is just like a decade or so later, which obviously mm. if they were real mice, 
they wouldn't be that old. They would still be alive, um, yeah. <laughs> but I distinctly am like, okay, so this is post-war. Women are recognized as being able to do things, mm-hmm. but they're still – so they're, like, they're taking part. They have jobs. They're, they can be independent and on their own, but they're still being sort of – discriminated against discriminated against the men in society or like oh well like not proper for it's, a woman and, it's yeah. different nowadays but we must be behave in a certain way around women and they can't be allowed to do things so it was a big like feminist moment having miss mm. bianca go on the thing but like that's distinct in my head is the first rescuers is like post-war and the second rescuers is we now have internet yeah (laughs) and Erin was like no (laughs) I was like no I think it's like modern day but it is weird so Medusa who's the villain she was originally when they were developing the film she was going to be Cruella so Cruella Deville was going to be the villain in this movie okay so this and makes then, more sense uh, why I thought her yeah, name was the theater very yeah yeah and I and crossed so, yeah. them but no Medusa wears very 1920s clothes that yeah. kind of yeah. drop waist but shape. it's it looks like it's um out of date so like this would be like the late 30s maybe early 40s yeah mm. um, so, so she's She's in the wrong era. The car, (laughs) Cruella DeVille's car that she drives in 101 Dalmatians is based on a 1930s car Mm. Um, and they just had that in. So that's what she drives when she's in New York, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And then she's in the like swamp mobile when they're in the swamp. Um, But in the live action 101 Dalmatians, it's a 1970s car. Yeah. It has that same shape. So that's kind it's kind of a timeless shape almost which is gonna be fun so it's like a cartoon it can be timeless and all that stuff Mm. and then at the end of the film of the rescuers they're watching color tv which wasn't available until the 1950s but not Mm. commonplace until the 1960s yeah because dad Um, dad was born 1955 and he remembers when the wealthy people down the street got a color tv got a color tv yeah Mm. yeah um yeah so and but then so down under um Technology's advanced a lot because when they do the whole Morse code thing, yeah, beep, 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 yeah beep, beep. that's digital. It's in the computer, mm. which was like in the 90s and stuff. So so they've kind of set it kind of now for when they were developing it. Yeah. It's like set contemporary, but it has, but it has all these bits. Thing. But then also the story, like mm. I can't imagine that more than a few years have passed between like in terms of Bernard and Bianca, their relationship yeah. advancing. Yeah. Uh, they've had a few more adventures, but it hasn't been like 30 years or like 20 no. years yeah. between. So it couldn't have been like 1930 to <laughs> yeah, 1990. Like 19, yeah. yeah. I was just opening up with I'm to be married to her. <laughs> yeah, so sweet. Um, <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that so time giant is just, ring. <laughs> yeah, time is just kind of weird. Yeah. And it's kind of set contemporary random time. Everything's it's clearly all, a parallel universe, Erin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah. the rescuers down under is so I've seen conflicting things. It's it's the first animated sequel in the Disney canon, but then some things I saw were like, oh, it's the second sequel, but it didn't tell me what the first one was. Like there have been sequels, but this is like, is this the first acknowledged sequel because it's yeah. the first one that wasn't terrible? <laughs> yeah, well, like um, the first true. movie one and the rest. Of yeah, the one first is, like released in theaters and like. Oh yeah, because there's so many directed. To video, um, yeah. video. Yeah. I was about to say DVD, but I'm like, didn't. they didn't have DVDs yet then. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have direct to DVD. It's straight on streaming these days. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, so at the time, so at about 
so Crocodile Dundee was very popular released in 1986 Mm -hmm. and that was about the time that they were starting to develop Rescuers Down Under and so they're like you know let's set this in Australia and take advantage of all that that pop culture stuff that particular character whose name escapes me which one? The mouse that they meet in Australia. Oh, he's a yeah, hopping yeah, mouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? Cool. <laughs> um, uh, Jake. You guys watch this movie. Jake. It's Jake. 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 Oh, right. Of course, it's yeah. Jake. <laughs> Jake. He, yeah, right. he he's like a cross between Crocodile Dundee and Steve Irwin. Yeah, even though he's Steve got the, Irwin like, kind of wasn't everything. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. kind of mm-hmm. yeah wrangling the yeah wrangled a snake um, and then yeah stuff. But that's like the outback Aussie sort of stereotype Stereotype, yeah Yeah. around crocodile dundee like that kind of Mm. yeah but that didn't come out of absolutely nowhere that came out of a stereotype already kind of existing and just getting yeah expanded and there was also um there was also they decided to lean into like the animal rights environment message because that was kind of oh was this before or after family around the same time i think whoa was released in the 80s wasn't it yes So, I think but, but this was, was in, this was in development all through the eighties, really. Yeah, um, so there would have been it would have been the same environment that Fangali came out of. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. same environmental awareness. Yeah. Um, so this film is the first traditionally animated film using only the new computerized CAPS process. CAPS stands for Computer Animation Production System. So it was computer based. And used for digital ink and paint and paint and compositing, which I think is what Caitlin you were talking about with the whole not coloring in by hand anymore. Yeah, like you would do a a map based an internet, not internet map, a computer map, and Mm. then you can do those like beautiful sweeping over the hills kind Mm. of things. Whereas before you you did like a giant scene painting, and you just moved the the action across. Yeah, this, or you yeah. had the the what's that machine they had with the layers that oh, they moved yeah, the camera I through. Was, I don't remember what it was called. We talked about it when we yeah, did we the talked first about half of the Mermaid. Yeah, and you yeah. just you, you it was like how layers work in Photoshop. Now you have your background layer, which was hills or something, and sky yeah. that didn't move, and then you just put the moving layers in front of it, yeah, and so you had your like camera seated, and yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Um, so. So I think how it works is that the animators would draw and the, so they draw the the characters and the background paintings and they were scanned into the computer system mm-hmm. and then they were inked there. Yeah. Possibly, so yeah. They were still kind of hand-drawn but it was like digitally painted. Um, but then the drawings were like composited with the scanned backgrounds um, to allow for like camera movement and things. I remember looking at it, and there were some things that looked a little bit three D. Multiplane mm. is, the, is yeah. the name of that machine. Multiplane, yeah, multiplane. yeah. So it has that multiplane effect and other techniques. Um, mm. So it was quite groundbreaking mm. um, in yeah. terms of in terms of that. Um, yeah. What so that's say? Well, that's what it says. It's time for the break now. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about the movie, The The Rescue is Down Under. And we're back. So The Rescue is Down Under. It's a total banger and I forgot. 
<laughs> it's like when I ever I watched a million times and then forget exists and then rewatch and be like, oh man, this yeah. was amazing. Because when I when I think about the Disney Renaissance, I want to watch a Renaissance film. What are they? And I list off all ten, and I'm like, oh yeah. And the Rescuers Down Under is the other one. It's like the poor cousin that kind of had to be included because it came after the Little Mermaid and before Beauty and the Beast, so it has yeah, to be because it wasn't really a princess movie, mm-hmm. um, and. We're Australian. And not a musical either. Not a musical either. We're Australian, and so we immediately were it's able to identify that the stereotypes were like, like okay, <laughs> like all right, that's cool, but <laughs> I I can't see myself in this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, whereas of we could see ourselves in sixteen year old girls going, "You don't understand me, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is visually stunning. So it, is it opens up like, with those purple flowers, and that's that three uh, D look. Mm. They had. And I'm like, I don't know where that is when yeah, I'm watching it now. Along. And then to be the zoom, you race along and find that house in the middle of the desert with yeah. It's a northern territory somewhere. It's not an actual location. I don't think it's not a real one, but it's based around. I was, I was like, oh, are we at Uluru? But then it's like, no, we're not. We're at some other place with rocks. Yeah, um, yeah it just looks like it's it. It's a big country. They, to... they yeah. did come and, like, scout and do drawings and shit. Yeah, and yeah. there's a scene where that. the boy, Cody, I think his name is, runs yeah. through the bush and it looks very much like the bush. <laughs> yeah, it's, prop- it's proper. Yeah, proper. They've, they've worked out the, mm. um, the real life location enough that, like, you can go, okay, that's somewhere in fantastical Australia, not a real place but yeah, it's they've like created it yeah um, based around the um stuff that they be, did see yeah it's a place here. that could exist yes. yeah exactly yeah. um so it it is beautiful so the like the scene where he's flying on the, um, the eagle, the eagle um, and that is like 100 percent like <sighs> look at this technology what we can yeah. do with it but yeah. i'm like here for it i'm like yeah well done that is just gorgeous yeah i um, am also here for it but you know what i think i think because we had the video it was because we didn't have a lot of videos when we were little um it was one of the toss away ones like we already we've watched this a hundred thousand times let's yeah, watch, let's watch the, beauty and the beast again beauty and the beast again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or let's watch the ones from the video shop that we like borrowed ten thousand times because it's limited <laughs> but um, i think i watched it a lot like, we did watch it a very, lot. Very, very. I feel like to I me. know because I, I watch. I'm watching ha- it and I'm seeing the animals run across the screen. Like that movement is so familiar to me. Yeah, like, the, just the wombats, the way they moved, and the way. I've got to remind you, I haven't watched this movie. You haven't in watched a, it, yeah, at least fifteen years, and yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yes, yeah. And I was looking at the boy and the way his face and body is. I'm like, this reminds me of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, just yeah, the way he looks. Round, the little, the little, the little like, snub nose, snub round, and I think also. The way like they, they move and they, how they're yeah. animated and just the style yeah. of the drawings, like they must have had the same team on Lilo and Stitch, or one yeah, of the character maybe. designers was probably same. Okay, so we always talk about things that are in Caitlin's head. Yeah, something that was in my head was that when they send the SOS via the um, Morse, code. Morse code telegraph. Mm-hmm. Um, and it bounces from station to station and then it lands in New York with the Rescue Aid Society. I could have sworn that was the Indiana Jones theme playing. It is not. It is <laughs> it's an not. Like I was song. listening to it. Oh, right now all I can hear is the Indiana Jones theme. It's like, yeah. it's not how it yeah, went. Like, I memorized it a yeah. week ago. <laughs> and then like watching it, I was like, of course it's this song. This yeah, song that's is a, obviously it's just, it's what it is. It's got the trumpets and the... But I don't and... know why. And I need to go back and watch... Indiana Jones, the first one, whatever it is. Do they have a little Morse code thing where they've got the arrow bouncing or is that? I don't know. But they just, 
It's just, it's just because the music is similar enough. I and love it. Yeah, da, da, da. I love this so much because you were like with the Morse code music, and I was like, "Yep, in my head." And then you said Indiana Jones, and I was like, "Da da da," and I was like, "Shit, now I've lost the other What's one." What's the Morse? <laughs> <laughs> and I also the bit I remember is the little mouse beforehand when the boy gets caught in the trap, and the mouse's voice, mm. and when, as he's saying his lines, is like, "I know these lines." And yeah. yeah, I can hear him it's like so I clearly, can like talk along with them, yeah. and running away, yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. and then help, yeah. help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> He's running to get the yeah. yeah. Um so in terms of the voices so Cody's a little American boy. Yeah, no Australian. Because <laughs> he's a little mom, bit useless as well. His mum, the same voice actress does the mum and um, that, that first kangaroo that brings mm. Cody oh, yeah. to the trap. Um it, which listening to that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that it's a weird. I don't know if it's like an old timey Australian accent, like you know the old newsreaders did that kind of transatlantic but mm. British Australian transatlantic accent. It sounds a little bit like that, so I don't know if it's Australian or not. <laughs> like if it's just her doing the like. If I she's wasn't Australian. paying much attention to that because all yeah, I thought only, was like just he climbed like up that big ass cliff by himself with no yeah. equipment. And I was no looking at like, oh wow, I don't remember yeah, that. But obviously. And then so the only the only real character with the Australian accent is Jake. Yep. Yeah. And he is a, an Australian actor. Yeah. Jake mm-hmm. has the proper Australian accent. Cody's mum slash the kangaroo mum has has, has the. Uh, I feel like it's the Americanized Australian accent, the one that yeah. they recognize. Yeah, I, don't know, Australian. I don't know if it's someone doing an Australian accent or if it's someone who's, who's like yeah. a BBC newsreader in Australia. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's also just, for, we are fully aware <laughs> that there are like a multitude of regional accents throughout Australia. Mm. Yeah. Um, so there, it is possible that this is maybe a Northern Territory accent, like mm. some, like yeah. someone heard it whilst they were on their fact finding mission and went, "That's what we're going to try and recreate." So no, it's it someone is. doing an accent that they haven't quite fully understood, maybe. Yeah, and it's only um, a few lines. It's only a few lines. It's not. It's not tragic, but the um, the fellow and they, have, they have just gone with no one else is Australian. We'll exactly. just have Americans. Yeah, he's he's an American one, but he's also like an American fella. The the bad guy is like an American fella, but he's doing something with his accent. No, he's he's just American. Mm. That's a real pretty standard American accent. As someone who watched it, I know recently. I know you've watched it recently, <laughs> but it's not. Like you couldn't so, say, oh yeah, this is like Californian, or this is New York, just, or this is. He's got a very American. "I'm a bad guy" accent. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> bad guy accent, but it, American, he does but, sort of stretch. His I didn't. I never. I never noticed Hollywood general American. Yeah. Um, they w- and nowadays this wouldn't fly. Um, but they did consider because I can't remember who, but someone was pushing for the for Cody to be a young Aboriginal boy. No, um, and get tangled up in that, and and they're like, no, nah, let's make him a white kid so that American audiences can like, you know, whatever. Like, let's make him an American white kid. Um, I think these days this would be an Australian story, and most of the characters would be voiced by Australians yeah. to give them the Australian accent, because um, like to make it a more like authentic story. Yeah, and like, it would have in, in for- 1990. Yeah. Yeah. It, this was what it was. Yeah. And it's still beautiful and I still love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and because it's like displaced in time and space, like it's in, in Australia but not in Australia. And so that's like it's a kind of okay. Like, yeah. Um, 
the the eagle. So yeah. her name is Marahute. Mar- yeah, when he's saying it, I'm like, what is that? Because that to me uh, t- sounds, sounds like a Maori word. Mm. <laughs> I thought it sounded like vaguely like. Oh, I don't know, Native or American Or like even. Native American, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> I was like, like what? And I looked it up. It's something they've made up entirely. Yeah, yeah. it Birds sounds also made up. The bird is mm-hmm. a mishmash of it's, it's like white-bellied sea eagle and a wedge-tailed eagle. And then yeah, it's massive bigger. and golden and beautiful. And as yeah. a kid I was like, okay, so this beautiful eagle is just like the American bald eel, just Australian version. <laughs> oh, as a kid, I was like, that's a really cool bird. Oh, yeah, I it's a cool totally bird. Buy, I totally buy that that lives in the Australian outback because I'm not out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that lives out in the Northern Territory. That's yeah. a weird place out there, yeah. Um, Giant so, birds, whatever. So the basic plot of this is that we introduce, we get some technology to find the little house that's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to Cody. Who's sneaking out? Um, there's the big fight. Yeah, there's the big flying scene with him on the eagle, which is just majestic and amazing. Mm-hmm. And she brings we him introduce- back to his nest, to her yeah. nest, and says, "These they are my a- babies." And yeah, gives they him have a, a feather. relationship. They bond. Yeah. We introduce the bad guy, whose name is McLeach, and Joanna mm-hmm. the Goanna, who I love. Ah, yes. Oh. Oh. Ah. The obsession She's with the eggs. best character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So good. Um, then we go over to New York. Bernard's trying to propose to Bianca. And they're in the chandelier above the restaurant and a pea yes. falls down yes. and it's put in a little like thimble and it's pea yeah. soup. Okay, yeah. so this, you know how I've said it a few times on the podcast, I hate the whole, no, you don't understand. Let but this explain. is the perfect example of this it. it working. Yes. Bernard's <laughs> so trying to propose. Mm. He and he's a little bumbling and he takes a minute to do a lot of things. And, he he loses and he's ring. nervous. Yeah. He loses yeah. the ring. He goes and finds it. And there's it's just this little comedy of errors, which isn't like it's a little bit cringe and awkward, but not so much that I need to cover my face. But it is mm. entirely in character. Yeah. Meanwhile... Yes. Miss Bianca has gotten the message that there's a boy that needs to be rescued and she's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, okay, yes, we're going to do that. Where's Bernard? Bernard comes back and um, Bernard's brushed off the message because he's so focused on that he wants to get this proposal done because he's yes. nervous. He fumbled it and the he, first time. He's going to do it right now. <laughs> and so he gets back to the table and, and Bianca, Miss Bianca's like, oh, I know what you're going to say. It's, I think it's a wonderful idea. And he's like, and he thinks she's talking about the proposal and she's yeah. talking about this mission. And mm-hmm. I love it when they they, go, they march all the way to the Rescue Aid Society and mm-hmm. she, they come on stage and she's like, we've decided. And he like closes his eyes and looks really humble. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, we're going to take the mission to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> I love it. Oh, he just has I to go along with it. Oh, so I good. Know, um, the the two voice um, actors who played so Eva Gabor played Bianca. She came back, um, mm-hmm. and Bob Newhart also came back. So he voices he voiced um, Bernard. Mm-hmm. It's Eva Gabor's last film film role before she died. Oh. Um, so Bob Newhart and Eva Gabor came back to reprise their roles. And also the the um, actor who plays the secretary, the Rescue Aid Society secretary, he's from the original movie as well. And he I, also plays the doctor. Yeah. I love <laughs> the doctor <laughs> scene. <laughs> so because of that, they created a new bird. 
to um, oh, yes um, um cousin of the other albatross. brother wilbur so mm-hmm. um wilbur mm-hmm. and what's the other guy's name it's the wright brothers yeah uh oh um mm, i forgot already <laughs> i looked that up and it was like oh it's the wright brothers orville oh so so they had orville in the um, original, but then his brother Wilbur, who's voiced by John Candy, um, <laughs> and I love Wilbur. So he's like, right, oh, we're going, and he like hitches a ride, so they somehow gets in like inside an aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna t- we're gonna have to take a flight with a bigger bird, bird or something. Yeah, yeah, but there would have been no way like a seagull could have flown from. He's an albatross. He's an albatross. And he's too big for the Australian runway. <laughs> yes, I love that. He's like, <laughs> they're like, damn, Yanks. Um, so yeah. so Got to extend the runway somehow. And he does. And they're like hopping around to like scramble to make it. And then he's like, see, I told you. And he's like, hold this for me. It's like a bra. That it's yeah, yeah. Because they, they do, do the, um, like, um, they do the, um, the drag line. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, the drag line that they do on the, the aircraft carriers. Yeah. He's like, hold this. <laughs> gives it to Jake and snaps him away (laughs) and then there's this side plot um because Wilbur had been sleeping in on the ride to to Sydney airport in the plane and he rolled over onto his back and he rolls onto the little tuna can that's holding them the mice yeah as we've heard his back and so he lands he's like and so he gets taken to the hospital which is like this like (laughs) torture (laughs) The nurse assistant, Suze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the yes, doctor's like a scientist. With mm. like the and they load them. up his medicine into a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better give him a double dose. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah, like two like, syringes and aim it at his butt and then he's like, bang. Freak it out. Yeah. Yeah. And like, do you and think they it, heard about the Royal um, Australian Air Force and just went, or oh, the Flying Doctor, sorry, and then just went, let's just keep going with this idea. Yeah. <laughs> and like country medicine, which is always like, it seems like wild. Because they in an old like ambulance. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like a, it's sort of wartime And then in the end of it, so Wilbur's trying to escape and like that. And I, I like, I honestly think the doctor and the nurses are trying to do their best. They just have yeah. bad information about how medicine works. <laughs> and they eventually, he tries to escape and he's coming, trying to go out the window and he gets stretched out and then they crack his back mm. and it fixes him, but he gets launched back in and lands on top of the doctor <laughs> and then the doctor's like, like oh. my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a unique you're genius. Good. so that side plot's happening um we meet jake who's the little hopping mouse and he's like sort of the tour guide in the romantic competition because he sees miss bianca and is like yes and he's very suave and charismatic and he doesn't hide that he's interested like there's no games with him he's just like I think you're cool. And the first thing he asks is if they're married or together. And yeah. Yeah. And, he's, yeah. <laughs> like, and Paul Bernard is kind of, kind of sulks a little bit. He's kind of left out and he's like, oh, like he's like, this guy's romancing my woman. And, and but also like. He's a little bit British. Yeah. Kind of. But he's, a, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> this is probably adding to the whole, I'm pretty sure this is all post-war stuff. But like he. Jake and Miss Bianca are very much on the same level of everything's going to be fine. Mm. Let's just get together and just fix this thing. Like, don't stress about it until like you actually have the luxury to stress, sort of thing. Yeah, we got to um, get this done. Let's do it. Yeah, and so they're like bouncing ideas off each other and just getting stuff done. 
and Bernard's there being a little worrywart and mm. like realizing that he doesn't have quite as much in common with Miss Bianca as yeah. this new fella does. And but Miss Bianca's also, there to learn. She's like yeah. absorbing everything that she possibly can. Yeah, because she's stuff. a proper traveler. Like she's a, yeah, a she's genuine very interested world in traveler. trying new things. They're very excited yeah. about right. seeing the country. So then there's then there's this bit with um Frank the frillneck lizard. And so <laughs> oh, Cody's yes. been locked up. Cody's been locked up with all these other animals that yeah. um McLeach is gonna sell for mm. skins or whatever. So this is like neurotic little frillneck and I <laughs> I remember I'm watching it and I'm like, I I know that he escapes without realizing it. And I thought that it was that he can fit through the little um wire. Because they had that one screen stuff. But I was remembering because there's the bit where he gets outside and he's escaped and then he's like, oh, my God, and then he sticks his head back in to talk to Cody and then as he tries to pull his head out, the, like, frill opens up. Cody has to, like, rescue him. I remember that bit and I was like, that was what I was transposing with him getting out. But he actually uses his tail to, like, pick the lock. Yeah. And then when so he's that's like, a great, oh, that's a great bit. Actually, all of the animals there have Australian accents that are yes. really good. Yeah. And authentic, I suppose, is the word. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that bit. They're trying to get the keys and then Joanna comes in and she's like, and they're like, um. <laughs> and he's running and then he's like, oh, he's like keys, running keys, like keys. a frill neck lizard too. Like I think that's the that's the movie where I found out that frill neck lizards just sort of tip <laughs> themselves up and go, ah, <laughs> Just like yeah. zoom across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like run on their back legs. Yeah. Um and mm. oh we also I'm not sure when it happens, but we get the bit with Joanna and the eggs. Oh yes. Because yeah. yeah. McCleat is she's trying to like, I need some protein, some eggs. And Joanna goes, yeah. <gasps> and then he gets this like lunchbox full of eggs and she's <laughs> coming he from she's the outsmarting her. So yeah. she's like keeps opening it with her tail and then he she he pushes it to like the side where she is instead of the side where she's not yeah and yeah. then at the end which obviously she's eaten all the eggs so she's like looking in the empty box and she he like gets him and she's like ah like, yeah like, i think it's like she shuts it on her fingers and, like, ah! and then scuttles away but then she's already eaten them all i love and it saying he's all like oh that's smarting a man and yeah. opens it and it's empty yeah <laughs> um it must have been then because that's when mcleach because he thinks about the eggs he decides to set cody free because he will lead him to the eagle yeah he's like, worried so he tells cody that he it's all right he shot the eagle it's fine like someone shot the eagle burst out of the sky it's cost me money get out of here while i still can. yeah and so cody's yeah. like oh no her babies Nothing. so he off he goes um and but by then the mice have arrived and so yes. they they follow in the giant truck that cody doesn't notice following him that like rumbles the earth yeah. <laughs> like, right behind that's what him. i thought and, and it's I also like the mice get trapped on the tread and there's yeah. a moment between bernard and bianca where they kind of work together to like you know and they're okay, really so, cleverly so every to... ad and i think it was like i think there's like a general ad that used to run before disney movies on all the videos that was like you know complete your collection or something and there mm. was always like a montage and there's always the bit where wilbur jumps off the building in new york like launches himself off the runway to start flying and he falls down and he's like Whoa! and then the other one is bianca Bernard. Yeah, like oh, I yes. could. Yeah, and when I, when they did it, I was like, I've heard that so many times. Mm, yeah. Like it's part of like a role a role thing, like an ad. Yeah, yeah. which yes. probably also that's, added that happens to the, there in the thread. Like, let's not li- let's not watch that movie because we've seen all of the good bits. Yeah. Like a hundred oh, million. I don't, yeah. No, it doesn't happen in the thread. It's when Bernard gets left behind. Oh, okay. 
It's um uh, yeah, they, just after because they're tied to the ropes trying to free Cody. Yeah, he so got yeah, and Bernard, Bernard left behind at the nest. That was when that was. Oh. Is it at the nest or is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they because were, he was hauling Cody up because Cody had grabbed onto the thing right, that yeah. and they all grabbed, tried to grab onto Cody, but Bernard slipped and the rope fell out of his hands, so he got yeah. left behind. He's at the nest, and then Cody and Miss Bianca and Jake all get locked in the cage, and With they're the trying bird. to escape. And then this is when, so I love Bernard, and like yeah. his arc... Like he's he's like he wants to propose to Miss Bianca. That's like his whole mission. Mm-hmm. This whole film, he just wants to he just wants to be with Miss Bianca. He loves her. He wants to propose to her. He wants to marry her. He's got this thing he needs to do, and then he just keeps getting interrupted with stuff. And mm. then so he's here, and he hides the eggs and oh, puts yeah. rocks in their place. So when Joanna gets lowered down, <laughs> so she ends up right like throwing the eggs off the thing but it's not actually the eggs they've been hidden and then Bernard then like saves the day by doing all the things that like Jake showed them yeah yeah like, so, like Jake he, the snake, he was like you gotta look it in the eye and tell him his boss and so he yeah Bernard does that with like a wild boar yeah um and yeah, do, do, yeah, does basically all the tricks, and then at the and I love it at the end because he's like, you know, I've had enough. We're gonna I'm like this is it's like he's trying to propose to Bianca movie. He gets and he's like, I don't care. This isn't romantic. I don't care. I need to get this done. Like Miss before Bianca, anything else happens, me? will you yeah. marry me? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yes, like, and I love that. Even though, even though he like saves the day and he's heroic, she's not like dazzled by that. She was already gonna say yes. Yeah, mm. it's like that bit where um she's reassuring, reassuring Cody. He's like Bernard's still out there. He'll do something. Yeah. And then yeah. and Jake like, goes, <laughs> "Nice bluff, Miss Bianca." He goes, "No, you don't know Bernard yeah, like yeah. I do. I know yeah. he will come and he'll do it. He'll save the day." Because like, she's him. always seen the value in him, even like in the first movie when he was just like the cleaning man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, and, and I love that. I love their relationship. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, they they they're just it's just so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and then because it's a Disney movie, Jake's like, oh yeah, he is actually a good guy. Like, well done, they deserve each other. Like, yeah, no hard feelings. But also, that is how you deal with rejection. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. shoot your shot, and they go, no, thank you. You go, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I think he was also very impressed with yeah. Bernard. I feel like they became yeah. buddies at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, but doesn't allay the message of if someone says no, just go okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm thinking of this fight where he's like, okay, Bianca's actually obviously already taken. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She like she's very she's cool. She's made her choice. Yeah. It's yeah. very clear. Yeah. I did my best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Bianca is the greatest of all time. She's yeah. a fantastic character. Um, yes. Bianca is the best. Yeah. So this was a very feel good movie for me to watch. And I'm really glad that we're doing this and, and I didn't just skip it because it's. Like it is up there. Like I'm looking mm. at the Renaissance, I would probably put this higher up on the list than some other movies mm. yeah. later on. Um, it is. I think it deserves its place. Yes, there. It definitely does. Mm. Yes. Like um, the only reason I haven't watched it is because I don't want to passive watch it like I do with movies now. Um, mm. I have to be in the right frame of mind to be able to just like sit and focus on it because it. it deserves that <laughs> yeah um check in with us again when you when you watch it yeah i guarantee i do, I do recommend like the same <laughs> I do, well, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. i do recommend 
giving it a watch. Yeah. So that that was The Rescuers Down Under. When was the last time you watched this movie? Had you also forgotten how awesome it is? Check out our Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod to dive into nostalgic memories with us, or you can email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. Oh, 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 o